What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This morning, amen, for just a few minutes, uh, we want to uh, try to wade into this. This is something the Lord had given me a couple of days ago, and amen, I was praying last night and yesterday, and amen, different time, Brother Jerry asking the Lord, what would he have me to preach here this morning? Amen, said, I don't just want to preach any message, you know, we go to a lot of different places, and amen, uh, a lot of different appointments, and have a lot of different thoughts on our mind, but I want it to be a right now word, amen, for what McCoy chapel needs to hear today. But Hosea chapter 7 and verse 8. Amen. He said, Ephraim he has mixed himself among the people. Ephraim is a cake not turned. Heavenly Father, most righteous God, Lord, as we come. Lord, once again in the name of Jesus, that name all that's above every name, God, we thank you. Lord, and we praise you for another opportunity, Lord, to stand by behind the sacred desk. Amen, Lord, and preach the word of God. Lord, I pray would you anoint me your servant here this morning with the Holy Ghost and power that we might be able to preach this word the way that you placed it in our heart. And Father, I pray to strengthen our body and our voice today, God, that we might be able to bring it out the way that you placed it in our heart. And Father, we will not fail to give you the praise. Honor and glory. For it's in the name of Jesus I pray today. Amen and amen. You can be seated. I guess sometimes when I begin, Brother Jerry, to look in the Word of God, amen, I see things that other people maybe miss or don't see. Amen. When I begin to read here in this eighth verse, about Ephraim, amen, is a cake. I've not turned. I begin to think back into my childhood. Amen. See, I was raised before the microwave. Amen. Was really so popular as it is now. And I could see, amen, my grandmother. I'm making them old whole cakes. And amen, biscuits and breads. I'm putting them on top of the oven. And amen, they'd look good a lot of times they're on top. But if you didn't turn them in the nick of time. If you didn't turn them at the right time. Brother, that bottom would begin to be scorched. And uh, it would begin to destroy it. And amen. God began to deal with me as I began to read this. Amen. About the importance of moving. Amen. When God said move. I know a lot of times in our life. Amen. We get comfortable. Amen. We get complacent. And we end up sitting down. And amen. We don't move like we once did. But brother, it's that. Amen. Time that when God speaks that we really need to get a hold of. Amen. And we need to move for His glory. We may look good on the outside. But see, God knows the struggles and the battles that we're facing down in our heart. And see, the enemy today. He wants 
wants you to become idle. He wants you, amen, to waste your time. Amen. To miss your move of God. But I believe today to everything there's a season. And there's a time for every purpose. Of God under heaven. What are you talking about? I believe David said this is a day that the Lord has made. Amen. And I will rejoice and be glad therein. But a lot of times we just stay in that same condition. And we don't yield ourselves unto God. But what did Paul say? He said in Romans 12 and 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body. Amen. It's a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I believe today like Ephraim, we've got a lot of folks, amen, that have learned to sit still. And then again, amen, I get scorned. I get burned a little bit inside, burned out. But I believe today that if we'll learn to move, when God said move, I believe we'll never regret it. I can remember as a young boy, I've mentioned this many of a time, there was an old fellow in our neighborhood, amen, oh, they called him Hitler, he was the evil man at one point of his life, but God miraculously saved him, way up in life, I mean he was in his 70s, amen, or on further down, and God miraculously saved him, and his testimony was, he'd get up and sing, when the Lord gets ready, you better move, amen, that was his testimony song, and I really believe today, when the Lord gets ready, brethren, we better move, cause it don't matter how it looks on the surface, amen, the Bible said the manifestation of the Spirit is given unto every man, and a prophet with all, amen, God is never out of order, and if He tells you to pray, it's because He knows you need to pray, or somebody needs to be encouraged, but oh, so many, they become like Ephraim, that cake that has not been turned, and they're just there, amen, on the oven, and instead of letting it make them into what they're supposed to be, amen, it ends up, amen, destroying them, you see, Jesus said in John 10, and I quoted just a moment ago during the prayer line, the thief come a nod, but for to steal, amen, kill and destroy, but he said, I am come, amen, that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly, glory to God. And when I see that cake, amen, I can remember howling, she'd grab that old flower, and that Lord, and she'd pat them out, amen, meant for it to be the best that it could be, but amen, it was determined on how often it was moved upon that heat, amen, but see, the enemy wants us to become idle, the enemy wants us to become slothful, amen, in our service to God, you know that, he wants to steal your joy. He wants to steal your shout. He wants to get you to the place, amen, that you just say, oh, hallelujah. Amen, just nonchalant. No emotion. But the Bible said in Ecclesiastes 10, amen, in verse 18, by much 
awfulness. Amen. The building decays. Amen. And through the idleness of the hands, the house droppeth. Amen. It droppeth through. In other words, so when we begin to become idle, amen, then we destroy in this spiritual house. Amen. God never meant for us to become idle. But God said in His Word that we're lively stones. Amen. Lively stones. It's like that piece of popcorn that begins to dance around whenever it feels the fire and it opens up to be what it should be. But now, there are a lot of folks that have got a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. But I come to tell you today, it doesn't matter who you think you are. Amen. God sees what you can be. And the Bible said that God uses the foolish things of this world. Amen. To confound the wise. Amen. I told Brother Jerry I preached the other night. Amen. On a rope, a rod, and a rod. Amen. If God can use your rock in David's life, a shepherd's rod in Moses' life, and a rope to lower Paul down over the wall in Acts chapter 9, then what could he do with you and I? Amen. If we put ourselves on an altar. Amen. And say, oh God, here I am. Take me and mold me. But yet so many times we begin to look at ourselves and cut ourselves short and say, who am I? Amen. Doesn't matter who you are. It's about who Christ is in you. Amen. That's why Paul said in Galatians 2 and 20, I'm crucified with Christ. Amen. Nevertheless, I live. Yet it's not I, but it's Christ that liveth within me. Amen. Oh, thank God He's alive inside of us. And we need to let that life become manifest. Amen. Instead of just staying in that one condition. Amen. And slowly beginning to burn out. Amen. Them unseen problems. And that unseen stress. But oh, thank God. I said God knows exactly what we have need of. That's why whenever we come to the house of God, this is a well and a way station, amen, to come and to get filled up with the power of God that we might be able to go back out into that world and face tomorrow, to face the problems in our life, amen, knowing that God's right there with us and He said, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you, but I'll go with you. Amen. All the way. I'm telling you, idleness has destroyed a lot of folks over the years. Amen. When they begin to be idle, that's when the devil slips in. Amen. But we need to keep our mind. I stayed upon him. For the Bible said that will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed upon thee. Hallelujah to God. I said if we keep our minds where they ought to be, I believe we'll have peace. Amen. Regardless of the problem that we may have in our life. And I'm just laying down my foundation today. Amen. About why we need to move when God says move. Amen. Ezekiel 16 and 49. He said, Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Amen. What led to the downfall of Sodom? Was it just the homosexuality? 
will sin does not manifest just overnight. I believe it begins to take roots and forms in many different ways. Amen. And then it begins to grow out. What are you saying? He said, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. A fullness of bread and abundance of idleness. Amen. Pride, fullness of bread and the abundance of idleness. Amen. Think about that. This was the downfall. This was the iniquity that they had. Amen. They had an abundance of idleness. Amen. That's when the devil begins to catch your attention and says, well, amen, why don't you go do this? When we should be filling up those hours and those free minutes and moments that we have by praying and talking to God and reading the Word of God. I believe that's why Paul said, give no place to the devil. Don't even open the door. Because if you open the door just a little bit, brethren, he'll slip in some way. Amen. He'll find his way through any crack that you leave open. But if you'll fill yourself and you'll fill your time with God and God's Word and the love of the things of God, I believe, amen, you can stay, amen, on the firing line. I believe you can stay filled up and excited about what God's doing in your life. I don't understand this concept, amen, of being burnt out. I've been seen now for a long time, amen, been preaching for many years, Brother Jerry, and I know that if you just get in a form, you can get burned out. I've seen it in the lives of people that I love and I care about, but if you're constantly moving in God and allowing God to take you from glory out of glory, brother, the Spirit of God never gets old, and the Spirit of God will never, amen, bore you or dole you, religion will leave you empty, but God wants you, amen, to learn to move, I pray every night, God give me an ear, that I may hear what the Spirit said, amen, under the church, under me, amen, in my life, I want to move, if nobody else in the church, I want you to raise your hand, amen, God give me the ear, how to praise you, how to know how to lift you up, and to give you the more perfect praise, not just to become so stagnant, amen, and sit down, out of where I slowly begin to die, our friend God wants us to have life, and he wants us to have it more abundantly today. Oh, you, you say, well, that sounds a little harsh. But it's what the Lord put on my heart last night. Ephraim had a heritage, beloved. Ephraim, amen, had a heritage in God that amazed me if you go back to the beginning and trace it out. But just because you've got a heritage, amen, doesn't mean anything. Amen. The Bible says that we need to keep ourselves in the love of God. Amen. We need to examine ourselves. Amen. See whether or not we be in the faith. But see, the enemy today, he just wants you to sit down. Amen. And to be quiet. Because he wants you to miss your time of visitation. Amen. Luke 19 and 44. He said, and Amen. And shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children with thee. And they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another. Because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. Every day, 
we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We're speaking to Jerusalem. Amen. See, he came to his own, and his own received him not. Why? Because they didn't recognize who he was. Amen. I don't want to miss my miracle, do you? I know the Bible says that where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I'll be in the midst. So if we really believe that, then that means he's here today. And the Bible said where the Spirit of the Lord is, amen, there's liberty. Amen. Hello somebody. I said, that's what the Bible said. If he's here, then there's liberty. But the thing is, is learning to get up and move when God says move. I know over the years I've seen it. I experienced it myself. You'd be sitting there and amen. God said, well, I believe you ought to go get prayed for. Amen. And the devil said, well, they'll think you've done something. Or, you know, you're, you're tougher than that. Amen. You know, a lot of different issues and we sit there and we wrestle well if they'd ask one more time then I'd get up and go and then eventually if we're not careful we miss our time of visitation and then we go out amen and we end up having a hard time and we wonder why did I amen I end up here how did it happen but I believe before the battle ever comes I believe before the sickness I believe before any I believe God wants us to be ready. I believe He wants us to have our eyes upon Him and to be prayed up and to be read up because one day, thank God, we're going up. Amen. What are you saying this morning, preacher? I'm saying let us not miss, amen, our time of visitation because God, amen, is still in the business of doing miracles in the lives of His people today. Amen. I've seen services. Amen, Brother Jerry, where one or two maybe got in and and received, you know, a grand miracle. Amen. Why did it happen and and then others miss out? Amen. It's because you got to be willing to move. Amen. It's just like being saved. Amen. God can save you, but you got to come get it. Amen. Oh, yes. I had to get up out of my seat. I had to be willing to step out. Just like when Peter was on the out the boat and the Lord began to walk upon the water and Peter said Lord if it be thou bid me come amen he did not say well Peter it's me you can stay right there in your boat but he said come and Peter got out of the boat and he began to go in the direction of the Lord and he began to walk upon that water because the Lord said come he got up and went but I believe when God says draw nigh unto him I believe that's what he means I believe that means that we got to leave where we are to get where He is. I believe that means whether it's prayer, whether it's fasting, whatever it may be, if we're going to draw nigh to God, He has promised that He would draw nigh to us. How can you believe that? Well, because God cannot lie. The Bible said in Numbers 23 and 19 that God is not a man that He should lie, and neither the Son of Man that He should lie.
ready to repent? Have he not said it? And will he not do it? Have he not spoken it? Shall he not make it good? If God said, draw nine to me and I'll draw nine to you, amen, then that lets me know the ball is in my court. The responsibility is in my life to draw nigh unto God. But now many people are losing their hunger for the things of God. When the Bible said, Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. I don't want to be just a has-been. In other words, to be made, amen, with all of the potential and all of the promises just to get up on that old oven, so to speak, and to be burnt. Amen. To become a cake that's not turned, not changed. I'm not moved. I believe every time that we come to the house of God, we ought to be challenged. Amen. To get closer to God. Amen. You know that a lot of us, we've turned our churches into places where we just have feel-good messages. But there's a heaven to gain and there's a hell to shun. And brother, we need to hear the truth that tells us, amen, that God wants us to have a little heaven to go to heaven in. I believe we can have that. I don't believe we got to wait till we get to heaven to shout. I don't believe we got to wait till we get there to feel the Spirit of God. But I do understand that we cannot stay in the same condition, amen, all the time of our life and expect to walk in the fullness of the blessing. Brother, it's about following hard after God. Amen. David even said in the 42nd Psalm, Amen. As our heart panteth after the water brook, our soul, my soul panteth after thee, O God. Amen. I don't know about you this morning, church, but I'm thirsty for more of God in my life. I'm tired of just seeing the status quo. We come in, we have a service, a little singing, a little praying, a little preaching. And we leave the same way we came. But I believe we ought to go out with a smile on our face and a praise in our hands and a song on our lips and I've been in the presence of God. I love that we come in and we sit right there waiting for God to move us if He could. Brother, but amen, it's an opportunity. Amen, to draw nigh to God. Amen, and know that He will draw nigh to us. Because when we set that opportunity and that atmosphere, amen, things begin to happen. Amen. I'm sure I've told you this some months ago. About last year, I was in a meeting down in the Pigeon Forge area. Amen. It was incredible. Amen. Old-fashioned preaching. Amen. Old-fashioned atmosphere. Amen. And boy, I tell you, it's just something about everything that happened that night. They begin to sing. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? And they begin to sing out of them old red hymnal songs. And people begin to rejoice and feel the power of God. People begin to shout. I had a good time of prayer. And there was an old wholeness preacher there named Kenny Morris. And amen. They said, come on, Brother Kenny. Amen. And preaching. He just kind of danced across the pulpit a little bit. And he looked down and there was a man in a wheelchair. And he said, Brother Troy. He said, if you was a feeling what I was feeling, he said, I believe you'd get up out of that wheelchair and run around this room a little bit. And you know what happened? That man got up out of the wheelchair. Nobody laid hands on him. Nobody poured a gallon of oil on him. He got up and he ran around that room and God healed him because of the atmosphere that was set. People began to worship God. They drew nigh into his presence. Amen. And boy, I tell you, that affected me in knowing that if God can do that. 
prayed directly for that man. Nobody laid hands on him. Amen. The old preacher just said, boy, if you was feeling what I was feeling, if I was you, I'd get up and run right out of that wheelchair. But see, we have become so immovable. We've got to have a lot of singing, how to get us pumped up to feeling the goosebumps, and then we'll raise our hands, and then we'll praise the Lord a little bit. But you know what? If there was never another song, if there's never another chord struck on this piano right here, I'd have to say God's been so good to me. He saved me. He didn't have to. Amen. He's healed me a dozen times. Amen. Dozens and dozens of times. And amen. I ought to be able to come in whether anybody else did or not. And say, man, I'm glad to be here. And I come to praise the Lord. I don't know what you come to do today, but I come to praise Him. I come to lift Him up. I know the Bible said if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. I didn't come getting after the point to somebody to try to move me. I didn't make me feel so I feel something when I come into the house of God. That's what David said. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go up unto the house of the Lord. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. I come in looking for something to happen. Amen. I know there are those times in our life how we get spiritually low. Amen. Maybe we're going through a battle. We're going through a situation. And we come to get picked up. But friend, that should not be the case all the time. We should come in with an expectation. Amen. Seeing somebody get saved. I see somebody get healed. Amen. To say, God, move me. You know what? We don't hear much saying about this anymore. But often I tell the Lord, Lord, if you want to roll me up under the pew, that's all right, as long as it's you. I don't care what you do. Any way you want to bless me, that's all right with me. Lord, if you want me to stand still, Lord, if you want me to jump, Lord, if you want me to run the pew, I don't care. As long as it's you, Lord, I'm willing. I don't want to be that cake, that person that's unturned, unchanged. I'm moved by the power of God. I see, in other words, that's how people get gospel hardened. But I'm telling you, John 3.16 still breaks my heart. Amen. To know that God loved me so much that He gave His only begotten Son. But I'm telling you, there's something about this precious Word of God this morning that ought to move us. Amen. That ought to motivate us. Amen. To get closer to God in every avenue of our life. But it's like this younger generation. And I say no, that, uh, no, none offense to that, I, but I've got a lot of young folks that call me. I, a lot of young folks that talk to me. I, amen. And I, there's one in particular, I, amen, that, that calls me quite often. I, and I mean, you know, you get him up to an altar, he'll pray, I, and he'll cry, and the floor will be wet when he leaves. I, I mean, the tears just puddle and puddle. I, I, but you know what? I, I, he's in for a little while, I, and then he's right back out 
out again. And then he's in. And then he's right back out again. And amen, I begin to ask God. I said, God, I don't understand that. Amen, how can he have such a humble heart? Amen, out of where he can cry like that. I shed those tears, say he loves you, and then end up right back out in the world. Amen, and I really believe it's this feel good. I message these feel good preachings. Amen, that never challenge a person to get closer to God. Amen, to change your environment. You cannot come in and leave the same way you came. The Bible said if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. I believe, Sister Karen, there's a change that must. Amen, that's got to take place when we come into the presence of God. Amen, but nowadays in a lot of places, they're just telling them about God's good and He is good. Amen, but they say, come, pay your tithes. Amen, rejoice a little bit and then go live your life any way you want to. No. Amen. Jesus Himself, when He walked the shores of Galilee, Amen, told those men that were fishing, Amen, to follow Him. Amen, forsaking everything else. Amen, to follow Him. And I really believe this morning, one of the reasons why they had the power of God that they had in their life because they were willing to lay it all down. But now, we've got a generation that wants to hold on to the world and wants to hold on to God too. You can't have it both ways, beloved. Amen. You've got to come out from among the world and be separate and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. Oh, Blake, that sounds pretty bleak. I know the Bible said if any man sin, we've got an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. But I really believe this morning we need to allow God to move us. Amen. When God says move and not let ourselves become too comfortable with God. Sounds a little hard, but Mark chapter 6. Amen. Verse 48 said, And he saw them tolling in a row. Amen. Or tolling in a rowing. For the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night he came unto them, walking upon the sea. And he would have passed by them. Amen. You think about it. He was passing by. Amen. But when they saw him, they were troubled. And immediately he talked with them and said, Be of good cheer. It is I be not afraid. Amen. They saw him in the midst of their storm. But he would have passed by them. He's a gentleman. Amen. He ain't going to grab you by the hair of the head. Amen. And say, do right. Amen. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. But you've been given a free will and you must choose this day whom you're going to serve. But I love what Joshua said. Amen. Joshua 24, 15. He said, as for me and my house, uh, we will serve the Lord. Gets kind of quiet on this kind of preaching. But you know what? It's the truth. We need to be challenged not just to be that old cake up on the stove that looks good on the top and golden brown. Amen. And all the time we're burning underneath. That's why we've got people that are sitting in church backsliding. 
Amen. Drifting away from the presence of God because, see, they look good on the top. Amen. But underneath, they're struggling. They're, they're issues. But see, that's why you need to allow God to flip you over and move you a little bit. Amen. But now we sing that song, I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Amen. We don't want God to move us, but we need God to challenge us. Amen. We need to be, amen, encouraged to move up. Amen. To come up hither. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.